Welcome to Getting Real Estate with Josh and Casey. Josh Lenhart from Director's Mortgage. And I'm Casey Spore with John L. Scott. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Today, I'm so excited. We have our very first small business owner guest. Non-real estate, non-lender related. Yes, non-real estate, you guys. Um, We have Lizzie Hayden, the owner of Studio 205. Welcome, Lizzie. Hi. Thank Uh you for having me. I'm feel privileged. I do feel like I'm on Regis and Kelly. <laughs> oh, yay. Perfect. That's, That's the compliment. vibe. That's the vibe you want to get off. I'm all sweaty. And such a goodie. Do I, can I, I'm like a dark-haired Kelly Ripa? I wish. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, tell us like about what it is, like what is Studio 205? Where are you located? Uh, just give us some of the, you know, how do you We are in there? the old Bampini space on 5th and Charnelton. Okay. Have you seen it? The zigzag window is super cute. Yeah, so um, cute. I've been in C.B. Simon's properties for seven years. And so the space is available and we just jumped on it and decided to expand. Were you at a different location before moving to this I one? was in the same buildings, just upstairs in 11, okay. 11 by 14 office space just by myself. And how long have you been the owner and or operator of Studio 205? For the whole two years since... Since you started? Yeah, it was two, two years, years ago. ago. Okay. So what brought June, along? Two years ago. Like, what did you do before? And how did you get into then owning Studio 205? I graduated in 2014. And then I was an employee somewhere for a year and a half. I was making like $300 paychecks and hustling my hiney off. As you oh, do. Yes. Yeah, sure. And Working for the man. Really quick to yeah. clarify, Studio 205 is in aesthetic studio. Is that how you say it? Like, yes. Explain We like have what three estheticians and one nail tech. And maybe one day we'll have more. Like a full-blown salon. I think everything but thing. hair. Okay. Yes. Everything but and hair. And what do estheticians do? Estheticians do skincare. Okay. Waxing. Waxing. Okay. Eyebrows, lashes, teeth whitening, skin lightening. Perfect. <laughs> Again, I am, uh, you know, like my wife does some of those cares. I know Casey takes advantage of some of those things. But, you know, for anybody who doesn't know what it is that your, like, products and services are. We like get to treat, to... like, the first layer. So we get to do your epidermis. Can't go any further than that. No okay. Botox. No. Do no, you, no. No lasers. Like, okay. No lasers. So just aesthetics like surface aesthetics your basic facials and which who doesn't love a good facial who doesn't or who doesn't love a good getting you bleaching no i'm just kidding (laughs) 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 lots of brazilians booked by popular demand booked by popular so how did you get into because i mean were you doing something similar for your employer before how did you get into this line of work like how i actually worked at farmers where i was doing prereqs oh, for insurance yes okay prerequisites so how did you make that jump i wanted to do nursing my okay. family was in the beauty industry okay my second child was born and i just thought it would be too much to try to enter the program so i can still glove up and have a bedside manner yeah so one yeah. of my best friends kind of in- went through nursing yeah. school my sister and it was it was awful it was a lot it was a very very grueling difficult challenging like she i've known her for eight years now nine years and during that year or two like was hell i tried again to go get my lpn in 2019 because i was like oh Mm -hmm. botox there's so many things i could add to my career 
that the school filed bankruptcy with COVID. (laughs) So not meant to be, but I can tell you how hard it was. It was awful. So it shifted away from that. And then what brought upon uh, family members in the beauty industry? Yeah. So I thought, you know what? I can still glove up and have a bedside manner and feel like I'm performing medical things and just kind of caretaking and still having self-care be intertwined. How did you go from being like, Because a lot of folks, I figure in that mindset, at least like my head goes to like, I would go and get hired by somebody to do this type of work, but you became a business owner. Well, I was an employee for a year and a half. Of Studio 205? No, of another company and another another lady. And it was commission or minimum wage, whichever was higher. And I was bringing home as a single parent, like 300 bucks every two weeks. Okay. Maybe three to like seven. Yeah. Which Nothing. is not enough. That's not no. enough to live by yourself versus like trying right. to raise kids no. on your own. So I decided there, she decided that employee taxes were too much. So she didn't want to do that. So I would rent space from her, but I found a better deal at CB Simon's properties. So I found a spot for 200 bucks a month and I go, I'm just going to go do it. That's awesome. So I did it. That's so you awesome. then became your own business yes. owner. And you guys, if you have not been past Studio 205, it is so freaking cute. When the, By the time this episode goes live, I will be posting a reel on my Instagram just of walking through um, the venue or the studio. So cute. If you have not been there, if you need yourself a facial or a waxing or brows or whatever, seriously go. It's gonna. It's like an experience. It's adorable. It's cute. It's pink. It's funky. I feel like we have enough like interactive things yeah. hidden through the shop the that photo, it makes it fun the selfie space or that little photo space my benjamin oh Franklin my god room. it's so cute i wanted to go i wanted we wanted to record this in that room but <laughs> <laughs> How fun! it's so cute um so what is your like what is your favorite service to do the same thing. yeah what's yeah. your favorite service? i am a lover of brows i think brows and brazilians are probably my number one yeah I like doing Brazilians because I get that medical feel. Like mm-hmm. I'm gloved up. I get to do a procedure. Yes. It's real medical. It's real medical. But brows. Brows are my favorite. Brows. Yes. Um, as somebody who has had a lot of bad eyebrows oh, in their you. life. I have. They look great. Thank you. It's taken me a lot of, a lot of years. You know, I did. Uh, I was in high school in the early 2000s, so my brows were not even like distant neighbors. Yes, and they were like 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 ten Yeah, <laughs> real small. Um, Megan, my wife, kicks herself to this her, the, this day because mm-hmm. she had like really like big beautiful eyebrows that she got from her family, but she like so Lucky much in high school because I feel like. One person says something, and so you get a little insecure. Yep. And then all of a sudden, and they're like, she looks back at old pictures. She's like, but that was also kind of the style back then. Very Mm -hmm. thin, very like, you know, again, and that's, I've heard that just through them. Cousins, not sisters or sisters, not twins or whatever. Yeah. Um, But now she's like, I wish I would have been able to have like more, like now she's doing procedures and things to try to get that to come back to get more full eyebrows. Can we all take a moment to just congratulate Brooke Shields on staying true to herself and her eyebrows? Yes. You know who Brooke Shields is? I don't know. Oh, what? Oh my God. I I feel like we have to pull her up right now. 80s, early 90s. And she has these amazing brows and people like, oh, they were like, she's got a unibrow. She's got a unibrow. And she, yeah, Brooke is the OG brow girl. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah that was like an op that if you couldn't find something to talk about they would 
instantly go to her brows. Yeah, absolutely. She stayed loyal. Well, and brows make, like, they really do change your face. Like, I, you know, put some glue in mine and fill them in every day. And who I look like right now is not necessarily who I look like. Who Josh goes to bed with. After I got mine tattooed, I was like, oh, I look alive in the morning. I look a little less dead. Yeah. You just like feel like brows really do make your face and somebody will. And I feel like maybe a great thing about doing brows is somebody who maybe a young girl does have a unibrow and she doesn't yes. feel confident to rock the unibrow. You rock whatever brows you want to rock, but maybe she doesn't feel confident to like rock the unibrow, you know? And so she can come to you and you can do a little shaping, but like mm-hmm. also encourage her that her face looks beautiful. Yes. Her brows are beautiful and fi- will help her find like empowerment in that or somebody who overplucked in the nineties and the two thousands and, you know, wish that they didn't and right. you can help give them a little bit back. Remind them that they're beautiful, just the way they are. Yeah. Is that part of the reason why, like, you enjoy that piece so much? That I feels do. like a very, very centralized part of, like, somebody's appearance. I do enjoy And their confidence. That. Yes. Yeah. Because, let's face it, we're all a little insecure. Oh, yeah. 100%. And we all need a little reassurance and a little help and a little guidance around self-care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If a $20 appointment, $25 appointment can make you feel a little bit better, then you should definitely do it. Yeah, absolutely. If you're 14 and you have a unibrow and you're getting made fun of and you can come spend five minutes getting that taken care of, you should do that. Yeah. And I can't like, that's been a, a, I I don't want to say like a wave of stuff, but I just know that in the last maybe five, six years, it's become more and more of a uh, standardized practice. And I know a lot of people gain a significant amount, like they get their brows done and it's like, 30 years ago getting like a fresh haircut it's yes. like i'm oh, yeah. a whole new person mm-hmm. now that i've got my brows done. it's like that is a staple tie of whatever like monthly or quarter whatever how often however often they do it they're like i'm a whole new person look at my brows yes. if you're just doing like your monthly brow services it's literally a little facelift and what so um, what specific brow services do you do lamination and then signature brow yeah lamination is like a perm so you brush them into place so that they are flat and erect if you will. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 12. Middle uh, schooler. Uh-huh. I am. I'm a 12-year-old boy. Uh, but our I feel like our number one service is signature brow, which is a shaping and a tint, which you still need if they're tattooed on. Okay. So you still need us. Yeah. What do you do for later. a tint? What does that mean? You're coloring them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is huge for people. Like my mom is a redhead. She's like Pasty white redhead. She had no lashes. She had really pale brows, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's for people now who are of that aesthetic. If, if, you know, I mean, bleach brows is like a thing now, but like people at certain points, they want eyebrows. And so to have a tint and I mean, it's a pain sometimes to like fill your brows in every single day. It takes time. I've got it down to a sign. Like I said, I've had a lot of bad brows. If you practice, you can do it in (laughs) three minutes. Yeah, exactly. Or you need a tutorial. Ghost time. (laughs) Yeah. Or you can go see Lizzie and she can, uh, you know, tint up on for you. So lamination, I know what that is controversy but i so here's the deal though is i don't understand how they stay stuck up is there like a like is there like a a perm? okay and they just like don't fall they don't fall down 
Um, no. Okay. You have you have to take care of them a little bit at home. Yeah. And just like you would a perm. Let's be honest, not each lamination is created equal. So sometimes yeah. it's not perfect and sometimes you're not a candidate. But I'm you have gonna, to take care of them and I'm gonna say something they're gonna hate. I so, bought I bought a lamination kit off Amazon and did tried you do it. it. No, this is just oh, okay. got to be glued. No, <laughs> this is just glued. How did it go? <laughs> they didn't stay up. Oh, you should always <laughs> see a professional. Yeah. Come on, Casey. We're like promoting industries here. Really? That's like Amazon, somebody being like, Amazon. go to the online lender instead of using. No, this was last year. Yeah. I'm not, I would never try and like lamin. I tried You would it. always come to studio too. I would now. always come to studio <laughs> too. But, um, yeah, which I am contemplating. I was like, I feel like I need to try it and have somebody professional well, do it. what you're doing now is it. what they're going to do. With no glue though. Yes. Oh my God. But 80%. So there's that 20% of people where it just doesn't work because everybody okay. has their own pH and their own like stuff going on. So Guys. sometimes things don't work. Guys, I'm going to get it. I got to get a brow lamination. <laughs> you, like you, you can't must... always walk into a salon and say, I want white hair and come out that first day with white hair. Sometimes things take time. Well, I was yeah. going to say you're, you've got to be managing customers and clients who are also coming off of bad experiences or yeah. don't trust the industry or, you know, mm -hmm. that they buy products online mm -hmm. because they're like, well, the last three people I saw did yeah. a horrible job. So what would you say to like folk? I mean, like we talk about trying to stand out in our industry. What are the things that you feel like you present or offer like to somebody that is new to the process or had gotten burned before? I always say when somebody walks through the door, I always give them the negatives first. Like this is what could happen, but advocate for yourself. If we mess up yeah. or if your service doesn't work, tell us. Always tell us, but people are scared too. I don't want to hurt her feelings. Oh, yeah. I don't want to bother them. I don't want to be a nuisance. People do. They'll get their hair done and not like it and just never go to that person again. Never. And so like, <laughs> let, let the service provider fix it. Because yeah. not only do we learn, but then we also get to make you happy. And yeah. Beauty and services aren't cheap. So you're right. setting expectations so, and being transparent up front. Yes. And just like opening yourself. Like, listen, this could happen. But like, tell us if you're unhappy yes. with it. Let us make it. Right. Which I think is huge because I have been to, a speaking of haircuts, I went to a very popular salon back in probably like 2009 when I did not have the money to go to the popular salon and get my haircut. And I looked like a boy with a helmet on. And I was devastated. Like yeah. I was absolutely devastated. But she was like, oh my God, I think it looks so cute. Okay, wait, hold on. What I think is cute or what my idea is not always the same. So also be honest about your expectation. Bingo. Don't say, do whatever you think we should do. Oh, no, no, no. I, you showed, know? Her, I showed her a picture, but I wanted. Oh. <laughs> and it was not the picture. And she was not, she just was, I don't think she was very good at cutting hair. But I was like mortified and she was so happy with it, even though it didn't look like what I showed her, but I couldn't like tell her like I just I couldn't so the fact that you're like if you are unhappy with it because never once if she said listen is there anything that you're unhappy with like do you like it do mm -hmm. you you know and like when you do feel I was also in my early 20s so to like hurt somebody's feelings it's so scary, it's so scary. and well, I walked out to what you said earlier about insecurity just in general yeah. you're already going in feeling not great about yourself and you're hoping to be better and then you have somebody telling you like you look great and you're, you're like, like I, I don't, don't feel, feel yeah yeah is it real do I really not feel good or am I yeah it's confusing yeah um always advocate for yourself yeah anywhere you go advocate anywhere. for yourself yes. you know what you might come off as a strong personality but that's okay. That's okay. 
we like strong personalities. Um, so brows and Brazilians. I I gotta know. I mean, I feel like I need some Brazilian stories, honestly. <laughs> I've honestly only had two terrible experiences, and I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about them. But in my almost ten years, I've only had two. That's pretty good. That's I mean, good. when you're dealing with yes. cats. When you're knee hair and cats. That's okay. I can maybe I can like kind of vaguely one up just for like you. vaguely. Yeah. So apparently there's like a community oh, uh-huh. of like dominatrix. And so somebody oh. came in and I think that they were in a thing and she wasn't allowed to talk to me. And I told Oh, oh like she was instructed not, not to, to speak. speak. Oh, and it's oh, Ew. so this wasn't I mean, a procedure listen, necessarily do, for like, like our, it's, it was a it was like, like a it was like a thing it was like, it was a, like a it thing. was like a thing. I'm gonna oh. escort you to this service, and then and you, go. you can't talk, and I'll do all the communicating for you. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so I mean, whatever like, floats people's boat, I guess. Yeah, you do what you. I mean, it's, do, but... well, you have to warn me. You have to be like, "This is what we're doing," it, like, and I, then I can make a chance at fair yeah. judgment. Did you like, just I want to do this. Catch too. on. Yeah. <laughs> did somebody? Did somebody like end up mentioning you? Did you just pick up on the fact that they... I just kind of picked up on what was going on, and then through the grapevine, heard that maybe it was a thing, and that they were going around to different <gasps> Oh my god! Okay, so that's one, okay. and then. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, oh we don't That's need to talk so about the wild. other. Was it like injury related? <laughs> I mean, no, okay. no, okay. no. She ripped off the whole thing. <laughs> was that my labia? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so when people are getting in Brazilian, they are in true fight or flight. Sure. Yeah. Especially their first time. Okay, really fast. I'm going to expose myself again. That's really not something you should try and DIY. No. Yeah. People oh, no. do. I yeah. hear about it often. Yeah, people. Pe- you. People. <laughs> you. People try that sometimes. Amazon. <laughs> Sally's beauty. Okay? I mean, I got it off Amazon. It was $20. You should not. Yeah. Okay. So I get it. Like, you are in fighter flight. And so- I didn't even go hog wild, okay? <laughs> We're talking bikini life. Oh. I was like, I'm going to pass out. Yeah. <laughs> well, in fight or flight, meaning like people, I'm assuming like folks have maybe like taken a swing at you or something before. No, it's usually like, like running away out of the store. Basically, like <laughs> pants down around their ankles, just sprinting to their car. You have the ones that don't talk, which don't do that. It's so uncomfortable for me <laughs> because then I'm rambling. Yeah, <laughs> like, like talking, okay. speaking to the microphone. Hello, hello. <laughs> and then you have the gigglers. Yeah, which would probably be me. We're all in middle school. Yeah. And they always say, the most inappropriate things which hallelujah which would also be me oh my tenders mother of my mother (laughs) (laughs) mother of my mother (laughs) oh god that was actually from a teenager (laughs) she came in because she had she's doing water polo so she got waxed and so that's how she mate would make it through her appointment (laughs) i scream laughing (laughs) okay um anyway so you have True fight or flight. So I get people in all different stages of their. That's funny. You just wouldn't think about that part. Like from the outside thinking about like if somebody were to go, you wouldn't think that they would have this very visceral reaction, which yes. makes sense. Obviously, that somebody would either run away or scream Listen, or like if... get 
if you've tried it yourself, you'd I, know I that not, you would yeah. have a <laughs> I will kill you if you keep doing this. Have you ever had somebody just stop in the middle and be like, nope, I'm done? Um, I had one that was really adamant first time. And I was like, you can do this. You, you, this. It's fine. There's six sections. You are three sections in. Believe in yourself. She made it. Son of but I've never seen her section. And then they just bounce and you're I've like, well, I've never seen her again. So. Yeah, she's like, she that's not for me, dog. Yeah. Um, so, no for me, dog. Yeah. Flight. Have you had somebody like literally get up off your table? No. Like, no. like no. gotta go. Yeah, no. no running out. Um, I'm never going there again. I'm never going there A little going. cartoon. Yeah. Oh, my out God. the door. So how was it I wanted to ask you going from like being an employee to then shifting and like being the boss, being the owner of the company, was that a challenging step to make? I know like, obviously like, okay, well, I'm going to be paid commissions. And then it's like, I found a place that's inexpensive, but that is still an enormous leap of faith in yourself to go yeah. from like, I'm being hired by somebody to I'm running a business. Okay. So the way it was, it's a little side door in this weird building downtown and you have to walk up a flight of stairs and then there I am. So I'm virtually hidden. So I was relying on social media and right. word of mouth, which we like organic reach so word of mouth is huge um i just figured there was no way that it was going to be worse than what i was doing already yeah i can go seven days a week at the other place i was only allowed three so i'll work every day if i have to we'll just go make it happen yeah. so scary but felt safer yeah i was in control and that's more comfortable for yeah. somebody like me 100 percent. you know and obviously our businesses are very different. I open different doors. Um, <laughs> um, but I, you know, I worked in the medical field just okay. in a doctor's office. Like I was not, an, I had zero desire to be a nurse and touch people. Um, but working for somebody else. And in 2020, like I had already been getting my real estate license back in like 2018, I was working toward it. Um, but in 2020, my 20 hour a week job destroyed my mental health. And it was at that point where I was like, this is horrible. And even the whole time we talked about this in our introduction episode, but the whole time I was getting my real estate license, I would always say like, oh yeah, I'm still getting my license. Cause people would be like, Hey, are you still doing that? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I am. And then I'd be like, but I'm not going to sell my soul to it, but I'm not going to sell my soul to it. And then I got to the point where my 20 hour a week job was making me so miserable. I was like, it, I, I don't care if I don't bring home, like my husband has our bills paid thankfully and I don't care if I have to work my butt off mm -hmm. to make this work and you know thankfully I absolutely love what I do and I really did I would have even if I stayed there and I was happy there I would have ended up quitting because I love what I do but I get that feeling of like it felt safer it felt better because where I was at was so terrible that the the risk of it just felt worth it yeah. It did. And you know, when you do, when you make business moves like that, you're always going to lose. I think it's probably like an average of 30% of your book of business or because mm -hmm. some people want to stay with location. Some people want to stay with company. So there is a huge risk. Yeah. But sometimes you have to believe in yourself. Listen, the greater the risk, the greater the reward, right? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. so... I remember how I didn't know anything. I didn't know what I was doing. And I was on the phone with the Oregon 
secretary of state Mm -hmm. and they're like what's your business name and I'm like I don't know and so I like have my Instagram username sitting in front of me and I'm like Eliza Jordan's um wax studio I didn't know that that was going to be my name I thought I was just giving them information yeah so that was the name of the little studio and somehow it worked yeah it just worked and then here we are and so how did I you come up with people with me now that's yeah, how'd you get to studio 205 yeah um that is so that's a sad story kind of it just fell into our laps my husband's a barber and he works at tim's trims and tim of tim's trims passed away and so we knew that oh. it would automatically be that austin took over the barbershop and he would be the new owner and there was other barbers there so everybody needed him mm-hmm. but we didn't know if he would be able to take over the lease in his building so my building manager stepped in and said you can have this space if you need it oh he got his he was able to take over the lease at tim's trims and a couple months later my building manager goes hey the spot's ready (laughs) i was like oh wait we're a lot that was a long time ago whoa so i said okay oh so you just made the transition yeah i just go okay i called my husband i go i got the bambini space and he goes okay so we just did it good for you i love somebody who's just like you know what i believe in me i believe in me i'm gonna do this like freaking kudos to you for like believing in yourself because honestly you know we had this sort of this conversation like if you don't believe in you like who else is going to believe in you nobody if who else is going to act like if you don't advocate for you who else is going to advocate for you like literally nobody and in business and in life in general like you have to be your biggest cheerleader yeah and look at your you have a I'm doing it. killer studio. I'm stay humble with it. It's not, you know, a big, it's not bellow. It's not this huge thing. I'm not a but, top producer, but I, but I'm doing kick it. Ass in my game. And it's mine. And I'm proud <laughs> to say that it's cute. It's so It is cute. So, so original. Cute. It is so unique. It really, really People is. People walk through the door and they just go, God, I just don't even feel like I'm in Eugene. I feel like I'm in a bigger city. And yeah. That's what my vision was, and I've created it. So yeah. it's fun. And you should be so proud of it because it is so, so, so cute. It's so it's cute. so cute. Like I, like I said, I took videos um, for this podcast, you know, to promote it or whatever. And I'm just so excited to make that cute little reel. And I just want to go take pictures in your studio. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I always so know. Why? We, hey, if you're a photographer and you want to use it, use it. I am. That's um, a cute deal. So you guys know about Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Nope. You should. Um, there's just five tiers to it. And once you get to the top, you're at self-actualization. And I just believe that you have to keep knocking yourself down a little bit and climbing back up. Yeah. Staying 2% above what you're already at so that you can stay aware, stay authentic, stay relevant yeah to share this with me after i remember yeah when i um nick my you know my branch manager when i i remember when i first changed to directors i was working at a you know financial institution and i kind of lived and died by you know the interest rate that was offered and i had one client that i've been working with for like a year and when i moved i called him because they found a house like the week i was going to quit and go to directors and I called Nick and I was terrified. And I was like, what are the interest rates for VAs at directors today? Because I've been working with this person for a while. And he goes, I don't even know. He's like, I'm, I'm sure we'll be relatively in line. But he's like, the thing is that you are not like, you are not just your interest rate. Like you are now, people are coming to do business 
with and because of you. Like you have to sell yourself. Mm -hmm. It's not about the dollars and cents. You know, people buy Nike Mm -hmm. shoes because they believe in the product, not because they want to buy the most expensive pair of shoes. That is, you know, obviously important to make sure you're competitive and within line of things, but you are selling yourself now Mm -hmm. and being able to go. And like, that was hugely transformative for me to stop. I mean, I did like do like kind of a whole, um, when you make those kind of transitions, you're going through sort of this life identity. You're like, why am I doing this? What am I doing this for? What do I stand for? What are the reasons why I'm making this transition? It's not just because I'm an interest rate or I'm just a commodity. I am, I believe in myself. Yes. So. Yeah. Um, And you have to hold value. Not only do you have to hold value in yourself, but you have to give each client value. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Each appointment has value attached to it. And if you can't offer that, or you're not comfortable offering that. What's the point? Yeah, whether it be the 14-year-old that can only afford a $25 brow service yes. or somebody that comes in for you know, Weekly, the works and in self-care. Yeah. Every client deserves the same value. Yeah, I love that. Um so, as we're getting ready to wrap up here, what would be the biggest piece of advice because like real estate, I feel like aesthetics is an industry that is sort of like oversaturated there's a lot of estheticians and there's more estheticians coming up and there's a lot of real estate agents and what would you what would be your biggest piece of advice for you know newer estheticians that are trying to build a business and it feels so scary what would you like say to them as somebody who's like built a really beautiful great business thank you I would say it takes two years to build a consistent book of business and people often want to they get complacent or defeated at the 18 month mark, but keep going, go sit in your chair every single day. Even if you don't have clients, if you're an employee, go to work. If you're an independent contractor and you have your schedule set from 10 to six, go sit there from 10 to six, walk around the block, hand your card out at Dutch bros, go leave your card at the register at Safeway. You get to create your own destiny with this. And that's a beautiful thing. I love that. I love that perseverance. And honestly, I feel like that's so true. Honestly, with small businesses, like the the first two to three years of like building a business is, can be brutal. It's It's so so hard. And especially when you're in an oversaturated market, it's hard. And what's going to make you different than other people is your freaking perseverance. It's a big question. Your value that yeah. you bring to each day that you get to go to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but see, that's a hard thing to recognize yeah. when you're very first starting. Or like, when you're like 19 years old. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to see value in yourself. You know, like I'm just going to, again, expose myself <laughs> on this podcast. I, you know, my I don't like to say slogan because I think that's like so silly, but I like, I will tell I am the VA agent. I am your VA agent. Okay. What makes me your VA agent? Well, I am a veteran because I have a heart that bleeds for VA, like veterans buying homes. Like I want to help every veteran that I can help. And I had somebody tell me, um, Because I was like, well, I really want to be like the go-to VA agent. And he said, let me give you a little secret. He said, when I got into real estate, um, I I wasn't cut out. I wasn't made for residential. I couldn't compete. Like, I wasn't pretty. I wasn't super personable. Like, I was not made for being 
a VA agent or a, a residential agent. And so I was like, Hey, I think I can get into commercial because that's a little bit more cutthroat. People don't care, care about feelings in commercial. And so he just started telling everybody, I am the commercial agent. He had zero qualifications yes. to tell people that. And he said, I am. And so I actually think it was his daughter that told me this, but um, she said, so are you the VA agent? Can we get a little woo-woo? Woo-woo. Literally manifesting. <laughs> yeah. Put and it I am. Out there and Fake it till you make it. And yes. then, <laughs> like still consistently, over half of my business consistently stays VA. And I'm so proud of that. And so I love that of just give yourself value. Decide what you are. Never. And it's, it is so easy to get complacent with yourself, with yeah. your marriage, with your college career. When you feel yourself going, drifting out of that lane, push yourself back in. Yeah. Yeah. Find something to keep motivated. Yeah. Or when you're starting out, like what you guys are discussing, dealing with imposter syndrome. Oh, imposter syndrome is so real. Fighting this uphill mm -hmm. battle against like, you know, I am the commercial agent. I am the VA agent. Yeah. When in the back of your mind, you're like, am I though? Yeah. Like I'm telling you that and I want to believe it. But it I takes a, do it, it yeah. takes a long time to get I, it took me three years of being in doing lending at all to like come to work and be like, I think I kind of know what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you have to yeah. talk to people from day one. Like, like you know what you're I doing. I am the end all be yeah. all. That's a tough place to start. And what makes you like there? It is so saturated. Mm -hmm. But there's enough room at the table for everybody. Yeah. Because somebody that may somebody that may like you would never like me. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it could just be the clothes that I wear. It could be, it could be just anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that though. So just show up, sit in your up, chair, show up yeah. and be there and believe in yourself and bring value to yourself. Okay. first. I love, I love that. All right, everybody. Um, if you need a facial, a brow waxing, a Brazilian teeth whitening all the things if you just want to come hang out with us just honestly, to relate let's legit, do it maybe i will be there to just hang out it's so cute Lizzie at <laughs> studio 205 yes. place to be yes. yes it is all right thank you so so much for coming thank you. On. thank you thank you we appreciate you and we will catch you guys next time next week next month next month <laughs>